Welcome to the Peak Community Church Podcast, where weekly messages are available for your hearing. I, I'm, I'm going to try to behave myself because it's, my time is, is, is it's valuable to you as well, but you know, it's limited. But God is not limited. So I pray that you would just put your seatbelts on, first of all. Hey, glory! I'm sorry. You might be in for a ride. Amen? Amen. Would you stand for the reading of the, God's word, please? Anybody know about this dude named Moses? He had a brother. Anybody know his brother's name? Aaron. Now, some of y'all are taller than me. But I ain't sure. But all of us have limitations in our lives. Don't let your limitations know your weaknesses or your shortcoming hold you back from the greatness of God in you. Amen. Amen. God is greater and he has greater things for us, but he has greater things for us to do. So let's forget those things that are behind. I'm, I'm not even preaching yet. Forget the things that are behind. We did a lot of stuff, some of us. Come on, somebody. Thank God for Jesus. But let's forget about that stuff behind and let's press towards the mark of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Because there's greatness in you. I'm extremely different. I challenge hard. And I'm so glad your pastor took the challenge hard because I gave it hard. Hello, somebody. And I'm so amazed to see what God has done to temper him to lead a people. Good God Almighty. So we thank God for you. But you know what? It's only just begun. Brother Paul, would you read? Yes, sir. Therefore, if any man... You need a mic. There you go. You're right. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ. And hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead. Be ye reconciled to God. First Peter. I'm a word guy. Hello, somebody. Now, I'm not talking about just word of faith. I, I believe in God. I, I believe in faith. Hello, somebody. But I'm a word guy. Hello, somebody. That's all right. See, so you, 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 you have to understand. It, what's going to keep us is not a good song. And praise God for your worship team. Y'all ain't playing. 
Y'all ain't playing. Y'all ain't playing. Stay there. Stay in your place that you can lead the people of God into a place that they can easily receive from the word of God. Come on, somebody. But it's the word that's going to keep us. It's the word that's going to change those around us. And they, they, you see, listen, you see, the thing about this word is that somebody's got to carry it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pregnant with the, what, excuse me. Excuse me. I'm not a woman. I'm an old man, by the way. Excuse me. Excuse me. But, but, but I'm pregnant. I want to have a full, healthy delivery of what God has put inside of me. Get the word. Get the word. If you don't get nothing else, get the word. Because heaven and earth will pass away. And all the blessings and all the other stuff is going to burn up. But his word stand forever. Hallelujah. Shake it in so you can shake it out. Hey, glory. If you don't get it in, you can't come out. I'm not your tech guy, but I know this. If I put it in, God can, if, and, and, and sometimes it just downloads right instantaneously at the moment. Hello, somebody. But we got to get this word in. So don't get weary when you hear the word. Please read. First Peter chapter five, verse six and seven. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. God cares for you. God really does care. He's concerned about everything that's going on in our lives. Come on, somebody. We're going to let you sit in a second. I'm going to pray. I'm going to pray. Let's pray. Father, would you open our hearts? Would you open our minds? Would you help us to let every distraction aside, every thought, every imagination, we cast it aside that we might hear from you. Holy Spirit, would you come and have your way through me, but also in me and in this place that you'll be glorified as we lift your word, as we lift the name of Jesus as well, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. God cares for you. Everything that concerns you, it doesn't matter how young or good God Almighty. What is that, that song leader that's, good Lord, that, that seasoned saint. She's up there with the kids. Boy, she got some juice in her too. Come on, somebody. Jesus. A lot of life up in here. A lot of life up in here. God's concerned about everything. So all that you're going through, I just got, this is just extra from the Lord. Whatever you're going through and the amount of it and the intensity, intensity of it, God has designed it. Oh, we don't like to hear that. We don't like to hear that the bad things that come our way are good for us. God is using those difficult times to refine you. Anybody like gold? I'm more of a white gold guy on silver, you know what I'm saying? But my point is this. If you want some pure gold, if you want a diamond that's, I mean, is that is magnificent. I'll tell you, I put a piece of rock on my wife. Come on, Myron, how'd I do? Hey, glory, hey, glory, hey, glory, hey, glory. 
I'm still working for it. But bless God for Jesus. But the point that I'm at, uh, uh, for a pure diamond to shine and to sparkle and have great value, it has to go under great pressure. Pure gold, a lot of heat. How many love the blessings of God? What good are the blessings if we're not refined enough to handle it properly? Oh, Lord Jesus, let me get on back here. We're safe. <laughs> we got to grow up. And under the pressure that we're in, whatever you're going through, God is allowing it because he's making something out of your life. Because of the value that's in you, he's got to squeeze all that other stuff out of you, Melvin. Y'all ain't hear me. Attitudes. Y'all ain't listening to me. Please, Jesus. I'm sorry. I don't even know this woman here. But nevertheless, my point is, you know. God is trying to squeeze some stuff out of us. So he uses the difficulties. Whether it's family, friends, or ugly ones too. You, well, whoever they is. He's using that for our good. To make us into something of great value. That he can use. As I was listening to the worship, I, I was download to me and Lord Jesus with this, what I put my phone. I'm not your tech guy, but I got a scripture that the Lord gave me while I was worshiping. And it really fits. It really fits us. If, if you're really a believer, it fits you. Here's what it is. It's, um, it's 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 2. And it says like this, ye are our epistles written, written in our hearts, known and read of all men. People are watching you. Now, some of us is real character. Come on, somebody. I'm going to get back over here. We're safe. <laughs> but now that we've come to Christ, we are supposed to be a new creature. Different stuff should be coming out of us now. Come on, somebody. And the Bible says that you, me, we are written epistles. People are reading us. What are they reading? Here's a word for the peak. Monday morning at about 6.55 in my devotional time, the Lord gave me this for this house. Listen up. This is, this is what the Lord gave me for you. And that is this. Do they know who you are? Who's they? Whoever's looking. Do they know who you represent? I'm not speaking about a church. I'm speaking about us as individuals. Oh, they need to know about the peak. Yes, they do. But do they know you? Do they know the quality of who you really is? Or, or, or am, whatever you is. Excuse me. Or I slip into this melbonics thing, you see. In other words, I'm old enough to have my own language. <laughs> Excuse me. Drive my kids crazy. <laughs> but the point is, is that in, sec in, in Acts chapter 11, verse 26, in uh, Antioch back in the day, the only way they knew that these people were different is because they acted like somebody. And it was in Antioch that Christians were first named Christians. And the word Christian means to be Christ-like. 
Are we living a Christ-like life that others are reading us in light of him? That's extra. That's for the peak. Will you rep God in this city? Will you represent God in this city? That's God's word for you, the peak. No, 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 not just the peak, but you as an individual. Hello, somebody. Don't lift up the peak. Lift up Jesus. Bring him to the peak, but lift up Jesus. Because he said, if I be lifted up, I will draw all men unto me. The church is necessary because this is, this is where we get fed. This is where we get encouraged. This is where we get buffed up in God. Come on, somebody. I'm sorry. <laughs> but what good is all the buffness if you ain't doing nothing with it? Jesus. I'm, Rob, you got some. I need some protection over here. Where's my where's the security? Security? <laughs> Jesus. Will you rep God? That's what God is saying to the, to, to the peak. But he's not just saying it to be. He's saying it to you. Will you rep God? Represent God. <laughs> Will you turn this city upside down? For Jesus. God's looking for another shaking like the day of Pentecost. Turn this joint upside down. Excuse me. I'm I got to go. <laughs> God cares for you. But the real question is this. Do we care about what God cares about? For God so loved the world that what? Come on, help me out. Please help me out. What he gave. His only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life. Oh, God's concerned about you, but are we concerned about what God's concerned about? Enough that we would pretty ourselves up that people would see Jesus. I'm not talking about trying to look pretty. I'm sorry, we get the beauty of God on you. Come on, somebody. Let the anointing of God flow through you because that's beautiful. It's attractive too. And I'm not just talking about sweetheart attractive. I'm, I'm talking about it attracts people to you, but it also attracts some stu stupid stuff too. Come on, somebody. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It attracts the good, the bad, and the ugly too. I ain't talking. You, you, you. <laughs> nice guy. A nice guy. But what to God that we will look beautiful and the fragrance and the aroma of God will not just be during a time of worship. But in a time of our walking through life on our jobs, in our homes, amongst our family members that drive us crazy sometimes. Come on, somebody. You know what I'm talking about. We all got them. <laughs> we all got them. But we allow the fragrance, the beauty of holiness. Oh. Holiness, living a life that's pure before God. We used to do that stuff. Come on, somebody. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Hey, glory. Come on. We used to be in those places. But the Bible says, come out from, the, from amongst them and be ye separate. Not separate that we're just isolated, but we got to come out from living a lifestyle that's not godly. 
So living a life that they can see the difference of Christ in our lives. How would you know to do that unless you find out what, to, what, what, what you're supposed to do but by getting in that book? You can't wait for the preacher. <laughs> oh, yes, you can. But you know what? When you're waiting for the preacher, you're getting secondhand food. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, he may have a fresh word for today. But if you're always looking for the preacher to feed you, you ain't nothing but a. I hear the baby. God wants us to grow up and get a hold of this thing for ourselves. And we who ain't got as many teeth, I'm losing some, I'm, I ain't got them all up in there, but I still be working them. I'll be working these gums, <laughs> chewing up that word. Come on, somebody. Got to get it in. And if you get it in, it's going to come out. If you don't get it in, you don't have much to bring out. For God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. But it said, behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the world. Listen, I don't even know. I don't, you got my timing? How much time I got? Oh, you didn't know. Tell me how much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 15 to finish? Uh-huh. Listen. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Now listen here. I got a lot of word. But what is the Spirit saying? The Spirit of God has wanted to provoke the body of Christ to stir us up to be about our Father's business. I tell you what, if I had a, mess, a title for this message, it would be this. A call to arms. I, I got any servicemen in here? Stand up. It's a call to arms. It's a call to arms. We're in a battle of life and death. And God is looking for his army to rise up, come in line, and start stepping for God. That we might bring a host into heaven with us, not just ourselves. It's not just all about you. And God is looking for some strong young men that he can use. Good to see young men in the house of God. Hello, somebody. Please. Good to see a mixed up bunch too, by the way. Y'all pretty mixed up looking up in here. How free can I be? How free can I be? He don't want an old white church. He don't want an old black church. And he don't want the Latino. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. You know, come on, somebody, please. He's looking for the body of Christ to rise up. not just come to church but to be the church it's time for us to rise up and become the true witnesses of God that he's called us to be he has reconciled us back to himself how through Christ Jesus and because of that we are now holy and righteous don't look at yourself boy oh boy oh boy I see, some folks tell me you never change but I see the stuff that I'm, I got white hair coming up in here hey go in my daughter is fully pregnant. <laughs> she's short and she's big. She's she funny looking. I, I, hope, I hope this goes over the air. She's so cute. But my point is this. Can we get pregnant with what God is concerned about? 
He would that none would perish, but that all would come to repentance. He's looking for young people that will carry this word. I like your juice. Hey, glory. Jesus. It doesn't matter how young or how old. The thing about us old folk, we can't run as fast as we used to. Now, I'll tell you what, I'll probably beat anybody in this room. I'm fast, baby. Yeah, try me. Try me. Listen, don't be, don't, don't be fooled by this gray and these shoes. I'll beat you in my shoes. I might need some oxygen when it's over. Is there a nurse in the house? Is there a doctor? Just in case. Because after I whoop him in a foot race, I may need some. But would to God that we'll get a running in our feet for God. And a lifestyle that would reflect him. That others would see Jesus. God has reconciled us. And I want to let you know this reconciliation has now put you in, into the ministry. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think it's verse 19. Read it real quick. Listen, listen to the word. Yes, sir. You got it? All right. I'll get it. Basically, verse 19 basically tells us that God has given us, God who has reconciled us, says, I'm dyslexic. See, that's why I said in the beginning, don't let your shortcomings, whatever it is, hold you back. I get words twisted up. I turn numbers around. I speak out of turn at times. But I've learned how to manage me in God so that I can bring myself back in. And one of the things I do, I can read, by the way, but I have a reader because at times I read things out of turn. What do you do out of turn? Don't let your stuff that you do out of turn hold you back from doing what God has called you to be. You see, I'm like Moses. I see, Moses couldn't speak right. Hello, I can speak okay sometimes, but I'll tell you what, I thank God for errands in my life. Amen. We need each other. Don't let whatever it is, even that sin that easily besets you, whatever it is, get delivered. Oh, Jesus. Some of us just need to be delivered from those pet sins. I'm sorry, ma'am. I don't even know you, but she's petting her dog. We're petting our sin. We're cuddling our sin. Instead of bringing it to Jesus and say, Lord, fix me all the way. Eh! Cleanse me the more. Sanctify me. That means set me apart that I can be used for you. Whatever it is in my life that's not pleasing, will you take it out and make me more like you? That I can be a better witness for you. We are called. That, listen, this thing is, 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 is such that you are called into the ministry. It's time for all of us to answer the call to work in the ministry. The portion, this, these portions of scripture that I've given you, and there's others. And as a matter of fact, I'm about to hand something out to you in a little while. But these portions of scriptures are letting us know that we have a work to do. In Ephesians chapter 4, verses uh, uh, 10, uh, thereabouts, it speaks about how God has equipped the church 
with pastors and evangelists. That's kind of who I am today. I'm stirring up the pot. Come on, somebody. I got to go back to Georgia to my sweetheart. Here you go. Thank you. Thank you. But while I'm here, I hope I serve you a meal that you can chew on for a little while. And if it hurts, chew a little more. If it's good, chew some more. Chew it up until you get it for yourself. Get a hold of the word until the word gets a hold of you. Because when that word gets a hold of you, it truly makes you a transformed individual that can become a transformer in your sphere of influence. Would to God that we would rise up and stop forcing the pastors and leaders to call people to come to know Jesus as Lord and Savior. We as individuals should be leading people to Christ. If you've been saved, hallelujah, but how many have us been saved for 10 years? Raise your hand. I'm not even going to look. How many have us been saved for five years? Keep your hands up. Two years. Well, when I got saved, this is what's happened. Within a couple of years, this gentleman was sick unto death. Six days to live. Six days to live. He was dying. And he would talk himself in and out of everything. You couldn't get a word in. But he was in a situation where he had tubes and machines and everything going on in his body. He couldn't say nothing. So I went like this. I'll take you. You can't talk back to me now, buddy. He's on his deathbed. I don't know if I yelled that loud, but the point is, this, you can't talk back to me now. And by the way, only family was allowed in. I wasn't family. I wasn't a minister. I was just a believer in God that God used. When I first got saved, I got instantly delivered of a lot of liquor and a lot of the other stuff that wasn't legal. Instantly. Not the next day, but instantly over a cup of tea in someone's house. I didn't get saved at church. I got saved in a house at a dining room table sipping some tea, y'all. Come on, somebody. Man, he put something up. Listen, I haven't changed since I've been saved. Lord Jesus, I had saints back then running away from me. Saints. I got a hold of God. I found out how much he cared for me. And I said, Lord, I'm going to take care of your business. So here's this man. He's sick unto death. Six days to live. And I said, you can't talk back to me now. You're on your way out. But it's not too late. If you can repeat this prayer, never know what God can do. He can raise you up. He can heal you. He can deliver you. Or he'll take you home. But you'll be all right then. Long story short, 30 years later, he's still here. 30 years. 30 years later, he's still here. Living for God. Because someone carried the message of the good news of the gospel into a hospital room to a man who was on his way out. Who the heck are you that God is trying to use you to reach? Stand. Stand. I'm sorry. I'm different. <laughs> you know what? Ain't he different? Ain't he strange? Give me a hug. I need some hug. Hey, glory. Hey, glory. The Bible says that we are peculiar people. Don't try to be like everybody else.
That's the problem with us. We're still trying to be like everybody else. The Bible says, be not conformed. Stop being like Pete Diddy, 5 Diddy, 63 cents, or whoever they is. Find out who you is in God. I'm sorry, that's my melbonics. Who you are, listen I, I, listen, I don't like teachers because they always correct me. I don't mean that like that, really. What I'm trying to say is this. Be yourself. I'm a little crazy, but I'm crazy for Jesus. Come on, somebody. I was a fool for the devil. He had me like a puppet on a string, but I've sold out to God. And if we would just sell out even the more, even the more, even the more daily, what can God do for you and through you? I'm giving you some handouts that speak to the point of this. You're in the ministry now. You don't have to have a title. You don't have to have a degree in theology. Get a hold of the word of God that you can give someone. Uh, memorize scripture. We memorize all these beats. Come on. Y'all know. Excuse me. Can we take time to memorize the word of God that we can spit that to somebody? I don't know the latest lingo, but it's spitting me, you know, back in the day, you little rap or whatever. But you know what? Can we spit God's word out to them? But if you don't get in, you can't get it out. So this is just a little helper. Just a little, just a little, just a little. But listen, don't let this be limited. You get in your prayer closet and you talk to God for yourself and you say, Lord, help me to be a better rep for you. Come on, somebody. And if you do that, I believe he'll speak to you, young and old. And you'll be able to add to some of these scriptures. And you'll be take time to memorize some of this stuff. Hello, somebody. And then you start telling them what God did for you. Where he took you from. How he saved you and delivered you. Because your testimony, the Bible says that, that we overcome the devil by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Your testimony, accompanied with the word, is powerful in God. If you're ready to rep God right as an individual in your sphere of influence, I'm going to ask you to come quickly to the altar. Those who brought their pictures or names of loved ones, come to your altar. The Peak Community Church is a young, vibrant, life-giving church in the heart of Peekskill. Come and visit us on Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. at the historic Elks Club, 1038 Brown Street. Thank you for listening.